Election Day. By the way, the votes haven't even uh, been counted yet, and already Diego Morales' brother-in-law has won. Is that not how it works? I mean, I, I no. Is that too soon? Is it too soon for that joke? Oh, holy hell! Tony Katz, ninety-three WIBC. Good morning. We've got elections going on all over the place. Across the country, there are elections. A lot of people looking at elections in Virginia. Is this going to be a bellwether for the Democrats? Conversation regarding Glenn Youngkin, the governor there, who still could be a presidential contender. According to some, I I don't know who those some are, but they talk a lot, and some of they have a theory. I have nothing against Glenn Youngkin. He did defy the odds and became the governor, and Virginia is clearly better off for it. Does this mean that elections there are bellwether for the country? I don't I don't know. I don't know if there are bellwethers in this cycle. You have got a lot of very, very odd happenings taking place. And these odd happenings involve two wars. These odd happenings involve uh, uh, issues of the southern border. These odd happenings involve uh, the economy and, of course, a level of cultural collapse. There's a There's a fair amount of things that are going down. And so I certainly would not sit here and tell you that the results of Virginia mean something grand. What I could tell you is that results anywhere could have anybody saying anything. Take it to Carmel. You've got Democrat Miles Nelson running against Republican Sue Finkham. A Democrat taking the mayor's race in Carmel? I think that's national news. I think that would be huge news. And I'm looking forward to that not happening. If I was to be asked, allowing a campaign this despicable to have success would say a lot about Carmel. And none of it could. The idea that Indianapolis will go three terms with Joe Hogsett that's that is incredible. That is incredible. And at what moment does one throw up their hands and say, "This is what you wanted. Don't complain. This is what you wanted. We'll come down for a culture pacers game, and then we'll be like, "Whoo, we survived that one, and then we'll leave. That's what you want. Or is that what you want? Uh, it, never mind that, that Jefferson Shreve had an uphill battle, and never mind uh, that Jefferson Shreve did not do himself favors with how he ran this general campaign. I want the man to win. But there's nobody in that campaign who should be allowed to be in any other campaign going forward. I said this about Jim Merritt when he ran a race that was embarrassing. Nice guy, embarrassing race. Ladies and gentlemen, I put forth to you that this might be worse. And I will tell you what I told Jim Merritt in the studio that I'm in right now at 40 Monument Circle, came down, down downtown today. I told Jim Merritt that I would take his campaign manager, his campaign staff, and throw them off the roof of the Emmis building. That's how bad I thought they were. The problem with Jefferson Shreve's staff, the building isn't tall enough. 
but I don't want it to be a conversation of bad staff, bad advice. I want it to be a conversation of let's just try. I am hoping that Indianapolis understands that there's a moment to try, and this is the moment. You will not get better with Joe Hogsett. It only gets worse from here, and yes, there is a worse. With Jefferson Shreve, you have a chance. I think we should take the chance, Indianapolis. There are other elections. If you're registered, make sure you vote. Make it happen. And if you're hearing of issues or problems, let us know on the X Twitter there at 93WIBC. You can uh, always email me, Tony at TonyCats.com. Let me know what it is you're experiencing at the polls this morning. Tony Katz, 93WIBC. Good morning. Um, has a president ever testified like this in court? No. Never. It's a disgrace. So they won't give him the grace to do that. It's it's really, they're cutting him off. And I objected, and there was a fiery exchange with the judge. Yeah. Um, frankly, I, I can't even say it was with the judge and I. I'm very polite. I'm very professional when I'm in the courtroom. But the judge s- did not like him finishing or explaining because it wasn't good for their case, and he's interfering. He's made his decision. Let's not forget that, Larry. He made his decision on summary judgment. He found liability already. So now we're wasting taxpayer dollars for months and months and months. 450000 for an expert the AG paid. Mm. Taxpayer dollars. Those New York taxpayer dollars. We're wasting all this time, and he won't even let the president, who's the person they're trying to get to, explain why he's certified to certain values. Why? Because the minute he starts to explain it, it ruins their case. He was worth more than his statement of financial condition. And Miss James, her politics, mm. are not allowing her now to backtrack. She needs a PR team, I'm telling you. She's well, she have, looks she's, like a damn fool. Yeah. But put... Well, I'm not surprised Larry Kudlow would refer to the Attorney General of New York, Letitia James, as a damn fool. I think the case is nonsense. She ran on for office saying that she was going to go after Trump, and there it is. But a little bit of legalese worthy of noting there. Uh, Larry Kudlow, Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning, as he was speaking to uh, Trump's lawyer. That's who she was. I was discussing this case yesterday. It's a $250 million lawsuit, non-jury civil trial, brought forth by the Attorney General Letitia James. It's absolutely a witch hunt. It was what she ran on. This is about interfering with an election. I say it, I mean it, I leave it there. Now, did Trump over-inflate his uh, values? I have no doubt that he did. And I did not realize until, as I was doing some research yesterday, that the judge has already said uh, guilty. So there is an interesting question of what we're doing here. But I had brought up yesterday that if if Trump inflated his valuations of his assets and he got favorable terms on loans, but he paid back the loan. Isn't this a lawsuit saying he should have paid more interest or, or, or something else should have happened? It's, it's, a weird, it's a weird position to be in. It's up to the bank to make the determination. Trump wants to say, look, on everything that we do, it says uh, uh, we, we, we think these numbers are right. We can't be held to, if, if they're not 100% accurate, like some level of, uh, I forget what he referred to it as. Some clause like an escape hatch type uh, paragraph in in these uh, financial statements. And the judge wants nothing to do with it. The judge is not interested 
in 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 hearing it. What is interesting, Jonathan Turley, uh, George Washington University law professor, explained that there's the underlying law regarding my conversation of he paid back the loans. What's the issue here? The law does not require an actual victim or even loss of money. So very often we'll see it. We'll see something legal being discussed, and it will be a question of, well, what what was the harm done? The harm is the reason for the the legal fight to find a remedy, whether that's an action or or, or financial. If there's no victim or loss of money, what what are we talking about here? That's the way rational people discuss it. New York law is not written. Uh, for rational people or to be rational. You do not have to require, you do not have to require a victim or a loss of money. So this is Letitia James saying this. I said I was going after Trump. I'm going after Trump. There it is. There's something else to note. Once you hear that and once you realize as um, Trump's lawyer uh, there stated you recognize, uh, Alina Habba is, is her name. I never know if I get her last name right, H-A-B-B-A. Uh, y- you understood this by nature. But it's, it's worth in case somebody didn't to explain it. Letitia James and the judge are doing one thing. Trump is doing something else. If you walked into the courtroom knowing you're going to lose, well, now what's your plan? Trump's plan is run for president. Trump's plan is go up 5% in the polls. Trump's plan is to say, see what they're doing to me, see how they attack me, see how they treat me, imagine what they're going to do to you. That is what Trump is doing. He is not worrying about how this trial goes. Clearly, if the cake is baked, what's to worry about? What's to concern yourself with? Instead, He's concerning himself with the White House. That's what he's doing. Now, was there a lot of yelling in the courtroom? Well, it certainly seems that way. I'm not here to hear what he has to say. That was what rang true, loud, and could not have been more honest, coming from the judge who has already predetermined that my client committed fraud before we even walked into this courtroom. I'm not here to hear what he has to say. Then why exactly am I being paid as an attorney and why exactly are taxpayer dollars being used in this courtroom? The answer is very clear. Because Ms. James wants to stand right here like she did this morning and call my client a liar, call the company fraudulent, and make a name for herself. She said this morning that the numbers don't lie and they won't lie in this case. Well, Miss James, I have a message for you. The numbers didn't lie when you ran for governor and that's why you dropped out. And the numbers don't lie when President Trump runs for office in 2024. And those numbers are loud and clear. Well, Okay, but are you his lawyer? Are you his press secretary? Pick one. Just pick one. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you can be both, but I don't think you can act as both. 
I said yesterday this this trial is not the biggest thing going on, uh, and, and and I just it, it it it's madness. It doesn't move me, and now they're admitting it's madness. It does, it, it shouldn't move anybody. Will Trump pick up another five points out of this? Possibly. So it didn't move someone, but the people who hate Trump already hate Trump. It'll be a guilty verdict, and they'll be, ah, you see, told you he was guilty. The only thing you have to ask yourself is, will it take votes away? And if it takes votes away, if polling goes down, that will be interesting. I I just don't see this being the case that does that. If you want to talk about classified documents from Mar-a-Lago, if you want to talk about January 6th, if you want to even talk about the RICO case in, in Georgia, I think they'd have more weight to them, if you will, in terms of where the American people see these issues. This? Uh, make sure you know who you're voting for, for AG and for Secretary of State, in your states at all times. Because there's some seriously ugly, vindictive people out there. And also, as a suggestion, maybe you don't have to do business in New York. They don't want it. They want to come at you. They aren't interested in a rule of law. They're interested in, a, in the rule of man. Whew. Let's leave New York to the side, shall we? Day, Indianapolis. Nay, Central Indiana. Nay, the state. Nay, the world. I just like saying nay. Tony Katz at 93. I should have said 90. That would have been better. 93, WIBC. It is election day. Uh, What are you experiencing? What are you seeing? Uh, Some people reaching out. Uh, Quick and light in West Carmel is the voting right now. Very quick and very light which is a terrible, terrible way to describe yourself on Tinder. I just wanted to see how long I'd leave the pregnant pause there. I just wanted to see how long that uh, would work. Far East Side, uh, going uh, easy uh, for Super Trucker. I appreciate you letting us know what's what. We want to know what's going on, what it is you're seeing, what it is you're experiencing. Uh, So let us know uh, on the uh, Twitter X or the X Twitter, whatever we call it, at 93WIBC. Give me an email, Tony at TonyCats.com, and uh, we, will, uh, we, we will share that with everybody. If you are having issues, we do want to know it because we like to at least let people know. Sometimes it looks, sometimes there's just an issue. It isn't nefarious. It's just an issue. Things has to get fixed. Things needs to get reworked. That's the way it goes. But let us know so we can be uh, of service. Uh, as for uh, expectations... Of the day, I'll, I'll be curious because I don't I don't know every issue going on in in every part of the uh, of of the state and every part of Central Indiana. But I'll be curious to see where some of these things go. Specifically, there's a lot of referendums that I've heard about about how your school needs more money. I don't usually comment on the referendums. You know, the idea of getting into the uh, the, the, the the subtleties of of, of each piece. But I have grown to resent them in a very, very large way. It seems that every time we have an election, we've got another referendum, which means another couple of bucks for the schools. Maybe maybe you can go a year. Maybe you can go a year without it. An election without 
uh, uh, sending it our way. All I'm saying is, is that there has to be, okay, this is what we've got. This is what we have. This is what we get to work with. That has to exist. You have to live within your means. Well, the population keeps increasing. Guys, I I, I guess there could be 9 billion different levels of excuse. Every now and again, it has to be enough. It just has to be. I think it's a simple take. So I do. I, I, I don't look at the referendums as, oh, yeah, got to take care of that. I look at them like that's just, it's just one more thing. Just one more thing. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. So was the manifesto actually the manifesto? Nashville police has only said that they are not crime scene images as these pages of the Nashville Shooters Manifesto were released by Stephen Crowder. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. The murderer, this woman who claimed to be a man, murdered six people at the Covenant School. This was in March in Nashville. And there is supposedly a manifesto that this woman wrote. Somehow we're not allowed to see it. We haven't heard of it. There's been no reporting on it. In every other situation to which somebody left some note or notes, we always hear it. But this time it could, it could cause real problems. You mean that somebody who was trans was engaged in mass murder and you want to protect people as opposed to give us information about a murderer of six, including three children. That's pretty messed up. And for the press to be okay with that only proves how much failure there is amongst the press. Steven Crowder gets these pages, these alleged pages, and releases them. These pages talk about the uh, gonna kill those kids, gonna kill those crackers, meaning white people. It, it goes on and on, and they're they're you, you're you're weak. Uh, there's derogatory terms for for gay people involved, white privilege. This and it's gross stuff. Uh, I. I, there are many things that I would disagree with how Steven has done things, and certainly he has achieved great success with what he has done with video. I can't imagine that he's making it up. I can't imagine. And, and so when I was talking about this yesterday on the show, I said I needed a little time to go over it. This was all just breaking before we went on the midday show, and I wanted a chance to, to, to read over some things and go over some things. Nashville police 
stated yesterday, quote, we have not released that, and at this point we are unable to confirm the authenticity of what has been released, although we are looking into that at this very moment. That was a reporting from um, Newsweek. Daily Caller has reporting uh, that uh, says that the National Police said that the images that were released by Steven Crowder are not, quote, crime scene images. Yeah, but that doesn't answer the question as to whether or not they're images of the manifesto. They could have been found not at the actual scene uh, at the school of the shootings. Stephen has said more will get released today. What to, what to make of it? A couple things. First, I, I, I would have a hard time thinking that, that Stephen made it up. He already has, uh, for um, personal reasons, some credibility issues. And those, those are some ugly videos. His audience is still there. It doesn't mean he doesn't have the story here. And, and so I, I have the ability to compartmentalize, and, and, I, and I will. I can't imagine that he's making it up. Can't. I can clearly visualize the national police and political scene saying, don't you dare release that. No, 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 we can't have anything that looks bad for the trans community. Just for the, for the sake of, of, of clarity. Um, gender dysphoria is indeed a mental issue as described by uh, the statistical manual, the diagnostics manual, DSM-5, used, utilized by psychiatrists. It is what it is. And I do not believe for a second that we are doing any favors for anybody uh, by buying into that. Certainly when it comes to children. Now, what adults do, adults do. I don't have to agree with it. I could actually find it wrong. What would that matter? Something you're doing in your life, as long as it's not affecting me, uh, okay. The problem is, uh, culturally and politically, you want it to affect me. Like you tell me I have to use certain pronouns and I tell you to kiss off because you don't get to tell me what words to use on anything. You made a decision. That doesn't mean I made the decision, and I don't have to change because you made a decision. You're not that special. And this is true, by the way, of anyone. You made a decision. That's no effect on me. It doesn't mean anything to me, and that's okay, because my decisions don't have to mean anything to you. It makes, it, it makes perfect, perfect sense. It's a good coexistence there. Um. But to not share information that you had because you thought it might hurt some group, that is as bigoted a thought process, as un-American a thought process. All the animals are equal, but some are more equal than others. That's what you're saying. Oh, no, 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 we, we can't let people know what really happened here. What, that somebody who was trans was... Also uh, also hated white people? What, what, why, why couldn't we see that? Now, this is the question for, for the Nashville police, for uh, Nashville uh, government. Why couldn't we see this? Why couldn't we know that this was the case? That seems to be a weird thing 
That's a weird, weird thing. And I would love an answer. No, I don't think this is this is false. I don't think this is made up. I think Stephen would have too much on the line for the, for that. What what would be forgivable if it was made up? Now, how well did he source his source or vet his source? That I have no way of answering because I don't know who his source is. What I know is, is that the national police are going to have to come clean. Is this the manifesto? And why did you not release it? If it's not, that's one story. If it is, the only question is, why did you not release it? What were the internal deliberations or what were you told? That's what I want to find out.